Welcome to Easy Stories in English, the podcast that will take your English from okay to good and from good to great. I am Ariel Goodbody, your host for this show. Today's story is for pre-intermediate learners. The name of the story is Steal from the Rich and Give to the Poor. You can find a transcript of the episode at easystoriesinenglish.com slash steal. That's easystoriesinenglish.com slash steal. S-T-E-A-L. This contains the full story as well as my conversation before it. Today's story is from Slovakia. So, Slovakia, S-L-O-V-A-K-I-A, is a country in Central Europe. It's next to Czechia, Austria, and Ukraine, I believe. My geography is not very good, but I definitely know it is next to Czechia and Austria. Slovakia is quite a small country, and often when I tell people about Slovakia, they say, oh, you mean Slovenia? Because they don't understand the difference between Slovakia and Slovenia. So Slovakia used to be part of Czechoslovakia, a combination of Czechia and Slovakia, but now they are two separate countries. Actually, I love Slovakia. I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode, but I have a lot of friends from Slovakia and I met them through Esperanto. So if you're thinking, what's Esperanto? Then go back and listen to the episode, The Boy Who Hoped, at easystoriesinenglish.com slash hope, H-O-P-E. I've been to Bratislava, to Nitra, to Martin, to Liptovsky Hradok, lots of places in Slovakia. Like I said, it's a small country, but it has some really beautiful nature. It has lovely mountain ranges, beautiful fields, and lots of fresh water. So it's a really nice place to go for a nature holiday. But of course, why talk about another country if I can't talk about the food? Because I love food. So the national dish, the most famous food from Slovakia, is brinzové halušky. And halušky is basically like gnocchi, which is an Italian pasta that you make out of potatoes. But of course, it is a bit different from gnocchi because gnocchi is Italian. So it's a kind of pasta made from potatoes with a goat's cheese sauce. And then you sprinkle bacon on top. And I was even lucky enough when I visited my friend's house in Slovakia, her mum made us traditional brinzové halushki and we even ate it with traditional wooden spoons. So that was lovely. Traditionally, when you eat halushki, you also have a glass of kefir. So kefir is a kind of milk drink. It's kind of like between milk and yogurt. So it's slightly fermented and it has special grains in it. So kefir is like a sour kind of dairy drink 
and you usually have it with halushki. But if you want something a bit stronger, I also really recommend Tatra tea or Tatranski chai. So the Tatra mountains are the mountains in Slovakia and Tatra tea is a traditional liqueur, a traditional alcohol also from Slovakia. Like the name suggests, it is made with tea. So you can feel a bit healthy while you drink it and you can mix it with tea as well and it tastes really good. But it is very strong. The normal flavor is uh, 52%. So you have to be quite careful when drinking Tatra tea, but I love it. So you should definitely visit Slovakia if you have the chance. Today's story was written by one of our listeners, Erik Botosz. He messaged me on Patreon to send in his story. And as you know, I love receiving stories from you listeners. So thank you again so much, Erik. Remember, if you want to send a story, you can email me at ariel at easystoriesinenglish.com. I would love to read your story. You can also just email me to say hello. That's also nice. I was really bad at replying to emails before, so I'm so sorry if you emailed me and I didn't reply for a really long time. I find emails difficult, but I'm working on it and I've been much better about responding recently. So please do email me if you have a comment. Today's story is about Juraj Janosik, who is a famous character from Slovakian legends. He is kind of like the Slovakian and Polish version of Robin Hood. So Robin Hood is an English hero who stole from the rich and gave to the poor. So if you like that kind of story, you will definitely enjoy today's story. Okay, I'll just explain some words that are in today's story. A bandit, B-A-N-D-I-T, is a person who steals and robs. Thieves are people who just generally steal, but bandits are more specific. Bandits usually live in the mountains or the forest and attack people traveling through so they can steal their things. Bandits usually use axes and swords to attack people, and they usually have a boss who leads them. Bandits don't really exist now because most people live in big cities, unlike in the past. An earl, E-A-R-L, is a type of noble. Between kings and common people, there are many ranks of nobility, such as counts, marquises, barons, and so on. Earl is one of these ranks. So an earl is not as powerful as a king, but they own land and control many men. A weapon, W-E-A-P-O-N, is a tool you use to hurt or kill someone. Swords, knives, guns, and bows and arrows are all weapons. Nowadays, People mainly use guns and knives, although most people don't have a weapon. I certainly don't. 
In the United Kingdom, it is illegal to own certain weapons, such as guns and certain knives. An axe, A-X-E, is a big tool that you use to cut down trees. It has a long handle and a large blade. Nowadays, we don't use axes so much because we have machines to cut trees for us. Axes can also be used as weapons. For example, Gimli in Lord of the Rings uses axes, and so does Jack Torrance in the film The Shining. I swear on my father's grave, or I swear on my mother's grave, is a phrase we say when we are making a big promise, or we want to show that we are telling the truth. For example, maybe someone thinks you stole a knife from a shop and tells you to give it back. You might say, I swear on my father's grave, I didn't steal. The idea is that you are saying that if you were actually lying, you would be disrespecting and dishonouring the grave of your mother or father. A carriage, C-A-R-R-I-A-G-E, is a vehicle, a way of getting around, like a car. However, cars use petrol or electricity to move, whereas carriages are pulled by something. Usually, carriages are pulled by horses, and someone sits on top of the carriage and whips the horses so that they move. Before cars existed, carriages were the main method of transportation. Now they are used just for fun. For example, you can take a horse-drawn carriage ride in Central Park in New York. Tobacco, T-O-B-A-C-C-O, is a type of plant that contains nicotine. You can chew or smoke tobacco. These days, most people smoke tobacco in cigarettes. Tobacco is much less popular than it was in the past, but many people still smoke cigarettes. Kneel, K-N-E-E-L, and the past tense is knelt, is when you go down on your knees. You kneel when you pray in church. You might kneel down to talk to a child. You also kneel in front of a king or queen to show respect. Kneeling can hurt your knees if you're not very active. Hanging. So a hanging is a way of killing people. You put a rope called a noose around their neck and they are lifted up. Then you take away the floor beneath them so that the rope goes tight around their neck and they start to suffocate. They run out of air. It is a very slow and painful death, so it is used as a punishment for bad criminals. Nowadays, very few people are hanged, as people think it is too cruel. Ask for forgiveness. Forgiveness is spelt F-O-R-G-I-V-E-N-E-S-S. When you ask for forgiveness, you say sorry. You ask for the other person to forgive you. When children do something wrong, they often say sorry to their parents. They often ask for forgiveness. If you enjoy the podcast and want more, you can support us on Patreon. For just $2 a month, you can get exercises with each episode, and for $5, you get an extra story every month. 
you can support us at patreon.com slash easy stories in English. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash easy stories in English. A big thank you to our new patron, Adam Novakovsky. Thank you so much, Adam. Your support really means a lot to us. Okay, so listen and enjoy. Steal from the rich and give to the poor. Yura Janosik was a young man. He grew up in a small village in Slovakia. His mother died giving birth to him, so his father looked after him. When Yurai turned 18, he went to war. Do not worry, father, he said. I will not be gone long. But he was at war for three years, and during that time there were three cold winters and three hot summers. Yurai's father was old and alone, and he had nobody to look after him. When Yurai finally came home from the war, his father was dead. What can I do now? he said to himself. I am all alone in the world. So he went travelling, and three days later he came to the mountains. Do not go in there, said the local people. There are bandits, and they will attack you. Why are there bandits? asked Yurai. Do they not have enough food to live? After all, Slovakia was a country with many lakes, rivers and forests. There was plenty of land and plenty of food to go around, or so Yurai thought. But this area belonged to Earl Loizo, a very bad man. He and the rich families he was close to took half of all the food the people made. They did not have enough food to eat, but Loizo and his friends ate chicken and drank wine every day. So the bandits attacked travellers and took their money, and they gave it to the poor people all around. When Yurai heard this, he was very sad. He had grown up with his father, who was a good man, and in the war he had fought with good men. But Loizo and his men were bad. Yurai did not want to fight any more, but he could not let bad men do bad things. I will join the bandits, Yurai said, and he went into the mountains. After many hours, Yurai found the group of bandits. Well, if it isn't Yurai Janosik! Yurai was very surprised. He knew that voice. It was Stanislav. They fought together in the war. What are you doing here, friend? asked Stanislav. I want to join your group. Stanislav laughed. <laughs> really? Yes, I am serious. The leader of the bandits went up to Yurai. We don't need any more people. I am strong. Stanislav will tell you. If you are strong, then show me. Fine then, said Yurai. We will fight. So Yurai fought the leader of the bandits. The leader was big and strong, but Yurai was fast and clever. He beat the leader, and all the bandits were surprised. Well done, said the leader. You have earned this. 
he gave Yurai a small axe called a Valashka. If you want to join us, said the leader, you must make a promise. You must promise to take only from the rich and give only to the poor. I promise to take only from the rich and give only to the poor, said Yurai. I swear on my father's grave. So Yurai joined the bandits. Soon, everyone knew Yurai, and he became very popular. The bandits were happy to have him, and they worked well together. They started stealing bigger things. They went outside the mountains. When travellers rode carriages, they attacked the carriages and stole everything inside. And in the forest and the mountains, they made many hiding places. Loizor ignored the bandits, because they did not steal from him. But one day, the bandits stole from his daughter, and Loizor was not happy about this. Find those bandits and kill them, he told his men. But Loizor's men wore heavy clothes and used heavy weapons. The bandits only had their small axes and thin clothes and hats made from animal skin. They could run very fast, and Loizor's men could not catch them. Yurai was especially fast, and he became very popular. In every village, people knew his name, and everybody liked him. Even some of the rich men liked him, that is, until he stole from them. Every now and then, the bandits went down into the villages. They bought alcohol, tobacco, and bread, but they did not need other things. After all, they had plenty of food in the forest, and every time they went to the villages, they always gave money to the poor people. Loizor was very angry. Why can't you catch those bandits? He thought that maybe his men liked the bandits, especially Yurai, so he decided to offer a reward. If you catch a bandit, I will give you 20 gold pieces. And if you catch Yurai Janosik, dead or alive, I will give you a hundred gold pieces. Suddenly, the men wanted very much to catch Yurai Janosik. One day, Yurai was in the village of Terhova. He was buying tobacco when he saw a woman. She was so beautiful that he dropped his tobacco. He was in love with her. Hey there, he said, walking up to her. What's your name? I'm Alshbetka, she said. I think I know you. You're one of those bandits, aren't you? I am, he said, smiling. I'm Yurai Janosik. She gasped. <gasps> wow, Yurai Janosik. Yurai saw a man at the end of the road. He was walking towards Yurai, and he did not look happy. I have to go, he said, but I must see you again. I will come back in a week. For seven days, Yurai thought only of Aljbetka. He dreamed of her. A week later, he came back to Terhova. He looked for Aljbetka, but he only found the angry man from before. Do you know where Aljbetka lives? he asked. Oh yes, said the man. She lives just there. He smiled and showed Yurai where to go. Yurai thought the man looked very happy this time. 
may be too happy. But he was also happy because of Aljbetka, so he did not think about it. Thank you. What is your name? Me? Oh, I'm Geyser. And you're Yura Janoshik, aren't you? Well, aren't you clever? Yes, I am Yurai. You are a bad man. Yurai laughed. <laughs> and you are a stupid man. Goodbye. And then Yurai went to Aljbetka's house. Oh, Aljbetka, I'm here. Inside, he met Aljbetka's parents. Straight away, he knelt on the floor and said, I am Yurai Janoshik and I love your daughter. I want to marry her. They looked scared because he was a bandit, but they saw that they were in love, so they said yes. But Geyser was standing by the window and he heard everything. So he is going to marry Alshbetka, he said. He was very angry. He did not like the bandits and he did not want Yurai to marry Alshbetka. So he went to the castle and told Loiza what had happened. A few days later, Yurai came back for the wedding. First, they ate a traditional Slovak lunch of Brinzover Haluski. But while they ate, they heard men coming. Yurai went to the window and saw that Loizo's men were coming to the house. And there were at least 20 of them. So Yurai ran to the front door, but there were men there too. Yurai Janoshik, we are the men of Earl Loizo. Come out now and we won't kill you. Go upstairs, Yurai said to Alshbetka. He took his axe and went upstairs with her. He wanted to go on the roof to escape. But when he ran up the stairs, Geyser jumped out. Why are you here? said Yurai. You are the stupid man now, said Geyser. He pushed Yurai and he fell down the stairs. Yurai! cried Alshbetka. Yurai tried to get up. He wanted to kill Geyser. But Loizo's men broke down the door and ran inside. They took Yurai and tied him up. Outside, Loizo was waiting. Good work, he said, smiling. Then he took Yurai's axe and broke it. You are going to die, Yurai Janoshik. Tomorrow you will be hanged. Most men were afraid of death, but Yurai was not afraid. He was only sad because he wanted to be with Alshbetka. All the time he thought of her. The next day, they took Yurai to the town square. There were many people there. Some people wanted Yurai to live, but many people wanted him to die. Geyser had told the people that Yurai was a bad man and that he had treated Alshbetka badly. Yurai Janoshik, said Loiza. I am a kind man. I will give you a chance. If you ask for forgiveness, I will cut your head off. It will be quick and you won't feel it. But if you do not ask for forgiveness, you will be hanged. And it will hurt a lot. Yurai looked at the people and then he looked at Alshbetka. She was crying. Yurai smiled. I won't ask for forgiveness. 
You are the one who should ask for forgiveness. I am clean. And so Yura Janosik was hanged, but his name was never forgotten. The end. If you enjoyed the story, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash easy stories in English. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash easy stories in English. For just a few dollars a month, you can get extra episodes, exercises, and much more. Thank you for listening, and until next week.